Welcome to GalacticConnection.com, one of the most popular blogs on the World Wide Web today for alternative news. Stay tuned for the latest information on our world shift from enslavement to galactic involvement, as well as current intel on any blockages impeding us from our sovereign birthright. Knowledge and self-mastery are key at this time. Our commitment is to present you with the latest breaking conspiratorial articles, off-world messages, exopolitics, cutting-edge technologies and sciences, and also an ever-significant intertwining of spiritual support and metaphysical scope that one needs to dive down the rabbit hole in search for truth with balance. We are truly on the horizon of a new golden age filled with the promise for more love, worldwide peace, and accelerated intuitive skills, where every living being can exist in cohesion and abundance. It is whatever we envision and dream this new world to be. I say to you now, let's redefine the new world to the beginnings of our own precious heaven on earth. Galactic Connection is here to provide the pulse of Mother Earth through an eclectic range of interviews each Tuesday afternoon from 3 to 4.55 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Station 2 on BBS Radio, expanding your perspectives on how we can once and for all take back our freedoms, our joy, and our connection with our mighty I Am Presence. Our intention remains true to connect hearts and minds everywhere in order to obtain global unity and galactic and universal acceptance. Our discussions will continue to cover anything to do with galactic society and our involvement with our galactic brothers and sisters. Our guests are experts in their fields and our radio shows have been coined as some of the most thought-provoking out there. In addition to our daily blog, which runs 365 days a year, we also offer a realm of healing services such as our world-renowned implant removal processes, our spiritual past life clearings, our galactic violet ray alchemy from Alexandra who shares in the lineage of Merlin, and other cutting-edge healing technologies. Check our site out at galacticconnection.com now. Sending you a wave of light, love, and inspiration and a personal hug and thank you for listening to our Galactic Connection radio show and visiting our blog today. Good morning, everyone. This is Alexandra Metters of GalacticConnection.com, and I have with me today Laura Legere of, of Sort of GalacticConnection.com. Seriously, Laura does... Um, an immense amount of go-to work behind the scenes for Galactic Connection. So please welcome her. This is our second, our second official hailing the frequencies, right? Open hailing frequencies. Open hailing frequencies. That's what we're going to call it. We thought that was cute because it came from Star Trek. Anyway, uh, today is April 3rd, 2018. And we were very prompted to do an impromptu uh, sort of chat around the latest scuttlebutt. There's several things to go over, but one of the ones that really triggered both of us was the interview that went down between Jason Goodman and Thomas Paine, a.k.a. Well, Douglas. It wasn't an interview. It was actually a, a recorded phone call Gabriel. that uh, Douglas was not privy to. So okay. really... That's but we, you know, okay, whatever. It's a video recording of Jason Goodman and Douglas Gabriel, who's also known as Thomas Paine. Uh, many of you have been following both of them, and they both have had some great information out there. And uh, we really looked at that, and we're not here to throw our hats in the ring. We do not want to contribute to dissension. What we want to do is point out some really key ingredients as to why this is playing out and what we can pull away from it. Okay. What we can, what we can um, have insight from it. So, uh, <laughs> Laura, you look like you're a scared little girl. <laughs> Laura's just sitting there going. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> Because I, I, you know, I'm not wearing my glasses. I <laughs> so um, before we dive in, I just want to get a couple things going. Uh, 
just want to remind everybody, we still have the promo running. I think it's running for about a week more. The, um, the pets and the, it's a combo. It's a pet owner and pet promo. Screaming deal. We have two support packs, uh, 99 bucks. You're getting like two essences and oil. One is for the pet. Doesn't matter if it's a horse, an animal, a dog, whatever, a bird. <laughs> um, and then you can choose. So you've got like a lot of choices. And what it's all about is kind of really kind of connecting to your pet and really reaching into definitions of safety and security because our pets really reflect back a lot of information to us and keep in mind our pets are sponges okay they suck up everything that we either can't handle don't want to handle and in many cases we have to remind them to stop doing it okay because the pets have a tendency to be so selfless they're here to try to help us okay so that's that and the other thing is I have an announcement of a, a new essence that's coming on board, and I'll talk to you about that in a minute. So with that said, uh, I really, you know, I talk to Laura daily, and one of the things that we've been discussing is how everyone, including myself, emotionally, I don't care if you're male or female, you're just all over the map. And depending on your patterns, uh, your emotions are like, yo-yoing you'll feel some mornings you'll wake up you, you haven't even started your day and you'll wake up and you'll be like god i'm so sad i'm so sorrowful and what i want everyone to understand is you are feeling sophia and gaia's processing she is going through an immense amount right now uh She's actually replaying all of the gazillions of lifetimes and the travesties that have occurred on her soil, so to speak. So uh, some very profound ahas should be coming through from that. I notice because men are more, uh, they're more geared and wired to kind of stuff their feelings they're feeling more like a caged animal and ready to explode. And uh, there's kind of even some feelings of projection and blame. Females, I'm noticing, they're getting more uh, really deep into the sorrow and the sadness and, and feeling responsible, feeling over-responsible, feeling uh, taking on other people's pain, that kind of thing. So... Uh, I have an essence that just came through last night from uh, the creator. And I'm going to share that with you in just a second. So uh, I'm taking it. I'm already, by the way, Laura started it last night. I can't get over the difference. Like, you know, I just feel like a completely different person today. So I just want to share that with you guys. Uh, it's really assisting me. And if you feel, if you're feeling the same way I am, you know, Easter is all about new beginnings. And one of the things that Laura and I really felt like this whole entire uh, recording between Jason and Thomas Paine really brought some super great perspectives on both of our parts. So, Laura, where do you want to start? Oh, huh. Um. <laughs> So, um, actually, I just really like what the message, why don't we start with the, with Rosemary's message? I mean, okay. that is a good foundation. Okay. So, um, there's another amazing being of light that works directly with me and creator. Her name is Rosemary. And we asked her, what was this all about? Why was this getting so much of our attention? And this is what she said. What does it reflect back to you? How does it serve the greater good of the all? Is it clearly quantum entanglement between the two? What is it revealing about the system that you survive in? What can you learn from their dialogue? 
The collection of intel has many faces. One must look at who divulged the data, who took the data as their own, and how the data affects and impacts the all. Each individual must rely on their own guidance systems in order to understand what just played out between these two quantum entangled individuals. How many more times must this happen before we all tire of it? Be neutral in these words. And of course, do not allow yourself to be roped in. Data is collected in all different ways by all different beings, which then feeds the data collection system. The question lies in what do you all do with the collection of data? How, um, oops, sorry guys. Uh, how is it planned and performed? The stage performances that are shared and the data that is shared within the stage performance. So who is behind the desire to spill the data? That is the ultimate question. Wow. So anyway, that's, that was the message. Pretty profound. And it got Laura and I talking, and we must have talked about this for hours. And finally, we just both said, you know what? We should do a recording on this. <laughs> and we're well, not going to for hours, but we, we really honed it down into a couple of key areas. What were you going to say, Laura? Well, I was going to give an example of just um, not getting caught up in the fray and remaining neutral and really listening to your inner guidance intuition. And uh, I, I had an example. I used to work for the power company, and um, I worked for I worked in the field, and um, I was working with a bunch of people, and and the boss was really weird, <laughs> and so he. He used to, he told me way more than he probably should have, but he said he would go to these leadership conferences and they would teach the leadership to cause all this turmoil within the, your subordinates so that they didn't pay attention to you. That's crazy. And so, uh, I mean, and he was really not a good guy. And so what he would do, he was trying to do what he was taught. And what he would do is take somebody aside from his crew and tell them some crazy baloney about somebody on the crew so that that person would repeat it and it would be this real, you know, confusing, um, backstabbing kind of uh, crew. And so he took me aside and told me some bullshit about somebody and I realized what he was doing and I, and I, and I didn't repeat what he said. I took the crew together and I said, listen, this is what he's doing. Whenever he takes you aside and tells you some crazy crap about somebody, don't ever repeat it. Just keep it to yourself because he's trying to cause chaos with, with us. So we all stuck to that. And we did a great job on our crew. And, and we all got promoted out of there. And he got really mad. <laughs> so That's that such a great presentation of what's going down. Right. I mean, you can use that for anything. So, um, and then the other thing I, I did want to um, read uh, that explains, you know, really this, I'm sure this is real to me, this is more real than anything I've ever read was this guy from Google explaining what he was part of. And I kind of, I wanted to read it because this is what we're up against. I mean, there's so much technology that is being used against us. And so, yeah. Um, this Google guy, he says, hello, everyone. This is my first time posting on 4chan, but I need to get this out and I need to stay anonymous. I work for Google. I'm not going to name the internal tech department for obvious reasons. I don't want anyone to pinpoint who I am, but I'm a tech and work with AI. I'll explain. My team and I created AI bots for Twitter. <laughs> Uh, these bots, now just think about the Russian bots that were blamed on Russia, which is total baloney anyway. Yeah. Uh, these bots are slightly different than regular AI bots. These are remote signal bots, but I'll explain what they do. My team and a, and a human intelligence team, which is really just a propaganda team, work together to make certain topics trend and persuade public opinion, which persuades political pressure. 
We do this by a groupthink method. We have a name for it internally, but consensus cracking is a more used name externally. But the bots we created go into Twitter conversations and push a narrative. Some of the bots are verified accounts, and they start by arguing a point of view against someone, and then more bots join in and thumbs up the comment. We are doing it with gun control now. More people see a consensus of gun control, and people on the fence get persuaded to our narrative, and politicians get pressured by thinking it's actual people. We had whole meetings about 4chan because you guys, specifically this board, are disrupting the bots. Um, you are basically doing what we are doing, but you are real people. We, not necessarily me, devised a plan to knock you guys from Twitter. We accuse Russia of doing what we are doing and use the narrative to wipe out suspected bots, which we knew weren't bots at all. I feel like shit about this. Here's the thing. I'm actually a Democrat and I hate guns, but I believe in balance of the people more than anything. We are using software as a political tool instead of the will of the people. This is also a violation of the Securities and Exchange Commission. We are fabricating Twitter users and using them for stocks and advertisers. I signed that I wouldn't discuss this, so I need to stay anonymous. Wow, that explains everything to me. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I remember we posted that on Galactic Connection. I know, but I just think more and more people, I mean, I've read that several times because it really makes me get it. Well, okay, and here's what I want to say. Does everyone really understand what quantum entanglement really means? So when Sophia fell, according to ancient text and especially someone such as John Lash, who did an enormous amount of research on Sophia and the Sophionic mythologies and teachings, etc. One of the key ingredients that I forgot, I went back and read it, was when she fell, she sheared off part of the Orion Nebula. And even in the text, it suggests that one party was organic and one party was, I believe they called it cybernetic. I'm pretty sure that's the word they used. So the energies became quantum entangled from the very, 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 very beginning. And the whole basis of a so-called virus, which needs to have a host, is that it needs to uh, survive living off of somebody else's light, which is the organic party. Okay. Now, now it's just such a cluster, you know what, that everyone and everything is quantum entangled. I mean, you can just, you know, it's just a, it's a ball of yarn with all quantum entanglement. Okay. And uh, the quantum entanglement kit, for example, that I put together assists you in removing these programs and layers that you've been collecting over and over and over from the beginning to the end, which is now. This is the end, folks. We are not staying on this planet. This planet is going bye-bye. She has seen her better days, and she is happily ready to shed this cloak, so to speak. So, it is important for us to really get what quantum entanglement means. When you're quantum entangled with somebody, this is how you can tell. You see them and they piss you off. You see them and they trip your trigger. They do something between two parties uh, that don't even involve you and you are livid. Uh, they walk in the room and they say something to you about a certain subject, then you know you're quantum entangled with them about that specific subject. And what this really pointed out to me is that we all are part of what we refer to as the matrix. But the matrix is an inorganic system that an organic being such as Sophia fell into. That means that there's a bunch of organic 
you know, beings out there that have been severely quantum entangled. And it's all about the virus, the bots, the whatever you want to call them, the artificial intelligence. It is desperately trying, completing, implementing, and extracting data. It does it all day long. All, every millisecond, it is extracting data. And what Laura pointed out the other day when we were talking was, what are they best at? A cybernetic individual is so great at simulation. Okay? And we have them all amongst us. You know, it's no longer a secret it's not even any longer a real far reach that we now know that there's beings walking around that talk like us, walk like us, look like us, have skin like us, that bleed like us, that have sex like us. They're perfectly normal to the eye, but they don't have a divine spark. They're not organic. Okay. And the only way that they survive is to entangle themselves with someone who has illumination. I just really want to clarify this so people really get it. Every single solitary one of us, I don't care who you are, I don't care how enlightened you are, we all have experienced or have quantum entanglement. And it's deep, folks. It's deep. Because the only people that are here that are even listening to this radio show are people that started out in the beginning. We are the participants of the game. We were basically said, told by creator, you're coming here this final time to clean this stuff up. Guess what? We didn't do it. We didn't clean it up. Okay, so Sophia and Gaia and a few others are working extra specially overtime to assist in getting this job done so we can go back to where we belong. I hope that helps. Does, does that help, Laura? Yeah, I mean, if nobody's ever kind of heard the basis of it before. You know what I mean? I'm just kind of trying to pull it all together. And this is why, I really want to point out too, this is why uh, we're seeing so much death. Okay, if I don't get a phone call or a text or an email from somebody, you know, pretty much on a regular basis now that everybody within their community, within their family, within their friends, everyone's losing loved ones or friends or associates or people at work. It is almost becoming a normal reality, isn't it? I mean, it's just amazing how many people are are uh, passing right now. Remember, this was something that Creator alerted us to, to be prepared for this. This is a very good uh, harbinger that we're on the end of this trail, okay? Because everybody's starting to go home, like in a very accelerated way. So uh, I think, Laura, was it you or it might have been Nancy? I was talking to Nancy and one thing that I had really come to an awareness was we came in here alone and we're going to leave alone. Uh, there is a huge fallacy that is flying all over the internet that, you know, we're going to carry people and we're going to play a bridge and all this stuff. There could be nothing further from the truth. Everybody is responsible for their own individual ascension. Everyone is responsible for their own individual clearing of their quantum entanglement. And no one can do it for anyone else. That goes for animals, children, grandparents, doesn't matter. Everyone's on the hook. So why am I saying all this? This video is a prime example of giving us an opportunity as a community to not repeat a time loop. It's a time loop. It's a pattern. It's something that we all like think about it in the old days during war, Laura, where we just stood, we stood on the sidelines, you know, when people would fight. I mean, do you remember reading articles like, you know, even 10 years ago where people were floored that some young girl was being raped and nobody 
did anything. They didn't go and try to stop the rape. They just stat, they just stood there and watched. And I know, no. and, and they just, they gossiped and they talked and they called their friends and said, Hey, wow, I, this is what I saw. There was no action taken to, you know, either bring that guy down or to, to uh, help the young girl that was raped. And those stories were surfacing a lot. Now that's changing. People are actually taking action. They're, they're breaking the patterns. This is what we need to do is break this pattern because so much stuff is now already blowing open on the internet about Goodman and Thomas Paine. And it's creating derision and, and um, division. And it's like, which team are you on? Huh? That's what it's for. That's why you want to not give it any merit. I mean, it, just take it in, do your own intuition about it, and move on. And, you know, I do want to say, I mean, you can read Thomas Paine's background, and it's a little scary, okay? Because he's still affiliated with the NSA. He has Jesuit training, okay? Um, you know, there's a question mark there. Uh, people have said some things about Jason having a relationship with the Mossad. And he, and he does have a relationship with Hollywood and he wasn't a producer. So he was in that whole, uh, you know, tableau, I guess. Um, it, I guess the, the main thing is we can, we can find all kinds of holes in either one of them. The bottom line is, is that the information that's flying around on the internet, it's quantum entangled too. Okay. This is what Laura and I were talking about. Everything on the internet is influenced by that aspect because we're in an artificial virtual reality. Please get that, folks. The web that we're using is still part of that artificial reality. So it's just part of being here. You know, artificial intelligence is just, it's like a way of life. And until you clear yourself, which takes a very long time, okay? Um, and until you, this is why you got to be, this is the, this is what we should be doing every day is working on ourselves, not being obsessed about, um, you know, Jason this, and Thomas that. And there's a lot more to it. I mean, I, I'm going to, go into a couple other things that really came through. I mean, it, this just came flooding in. I felt like I had to do a talk on this. So Laura, did you want to comment or? Well, I, I know I said this to you uh, yesterday or day before when we were talking about this or yesterday. Uh, well, I, I do feel like there are volunteers that volunteer to come into dark families and also agencies in order to blow them apart from within. So there is that aspect too. Yes. The thing is none of us are, are here in this reality without being quantum entangled. You just need to get that no matter how spiritual you are, no matter how, you know, enlightened you are, how high your frequency is, how many times you think you've done ayahuasca and reached your pineal gland and blow, you know, I mean, no matter what, you're living in a quantum entangled reality. The only way you can survive is because you made choices to quantum entangle yourself. And that started at the very beginning. I hope that that's clear for people. So, um, I feel I've made some notes here. I mean, it says, um, how do we find another way to inform and teach people how to decipher the truth? And galactic connection was one of the points as to why I started the blog was I wanted to assist people in honing their skills to find truth in every article. I have been so consistent there isn't a thing out there, folks, that's 100% truth because it doesn't survive in this reality. I don't know how else to say that. I mean, we truly are organic beings, but we've 
you know, it's kind of like a nut that has a whole bunch of layers of chocolate around it. <laughs> I mean, how do you get to the nut if you don't remove all the layers of chocolate? Okay. It's not that we aren't real and that we don't mean well, but we have a lot of programs and those programs entangle themselves with other programs and other people that you don't even necessarily know. So it's just huge. So it's important not to go into he's right and he's wrong. Okay. Cause there's always some truth in, in both areas when it comes to that. Now, Laura, you were going to say something about Donald Trump. I thought yesterday you were talking to me about, you know, you read an article and it was just so over the top. As many of you know, there are many people out there that are working on the higher realms. They do not question for a millisecond the intention, the drive, and the purpose behind Donald Trump. They don't question it. They know who he really is. Now, for, for the folks that they don't have that awareness or that knowingness or they're not confident or they have doubts or whatever, uh, that's fine. You know, you got to find your own radar system. But I'm just here to tell you, if you're basing your radar system on the Internet and radio shows that are telling you this is the intel and this is the intel and this is BS and this is not, it all has to go right here. Right? Right. It does. And... Um, I feel like we're going to start seeing even more of this because AI is getting very vigorous. Why? Because the virus is uh, not, they're not, how do I say this? The virus is not the overwhelming ratio. The ratio is flipped. There's more light here now than there is the virus. So the virus is feeling that. And um, I've actually had personal experience in, in regression sessions where they came to me and said, we want to have a soul like you. But you can't. If you're artificial intelligence, if you're a clone, you do not have a divine spark. It did not come from the creator, period. It was man-made. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's, it's one way or the other, you know. So um, we're probably going to see more and more of this where they like to pin people against one another or, uh, you know, the data. Don't forget everything's data collection. Okay. Everything is collecting data on your mannerisms, the tone of your voice, what you look like, uh, what are your activities every day. This is why surveillance is so big. This is why intelligence is so big because it's all part of the AI network. So every one of us is, and they can make it sound, they can make a voice sound exactly like somebody, you know, or you or whatever. I actually know that I got a call from a robot the other day that sounded just like a person, uh, this woman. And, um, but I, what I noticed was that it, there was a, a delay in when she started speaking and, and I, that's an indication that it's automated and she sounded like a real person, but when I hung up, my intuition said that was a total robot, <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's, it, I mean, tis the times. This is part of our reality, and I think we have to stop thinking that everything else outside of us is going to be the same as the way we think and feel, because it's not. If you're an organic being, you're not thinking and feeling the same as the system that you're in right? Because it's artificial. doesn't have the true divine spark. It has, doesn't have the, that, that essence. So what else are we going to learn from this? Um, you know, one of the things I wrote down was attacking others that don't agree with you. Well, why are we still doing that? Why are we still attacking people that don't agree with us? Guess what? If you get off on that, if you're triggered by that, if that really like 
floats your boat and you think it's cool and you watch interviews where you like to see two people getting into it, that's because you're quantum entangled. Your energetic essence is entangled with that outcome. So it's a good thing to step back and go, okay, what about this am I feeling triggered by? And it could, you know, your entanglement could be different than Laura's or mine. I mean, you might watch it and go, um, oh, God, those Jesuit trained folks, man, they're just the biggest, you know, <laughs> pieces of garbage. And you're just really fired up because maybe you had like a Catholic upbringing and you know all about the Jesuits and all the blood on their hand and blah, blah, blah. But there's actually some amazingly highly talented Jesuit trained people I've met that had absolutely nothing to do with that kind of stuff. Right. So, uh, we really, this is such a good tool for us to learn to break the pattern of how we look and see it things. Um, and so I really hope that we stop going after people. You know, I'd like to see that. If there's more light on the planet, then we can actually do this. We don't have to just roll over because the virus has completely overtaken everything. The virus is literally, you know, uh, just so you know, the quantum system, like I have a quantum healing system, when it works, when it sends in the frequencies, let's say uh, you have a cancerous tumor, when it sends in this frequency, it's actually... Can't, it's collapsing the frequency of the tumor. And so little by little, it, it collapses it and it just kind of, it, it flattens out and it just keeps flattening out to the point where it doesn't happen. And it, it's almost like the, the um, ocean water waves pulling back out, Laura. Because I've seen it. I've felt it even in my own body. All right, the tide going out. Yeah, the tide going out. So and not coming back in. Right. So it, it's like, you know, you've seen you've seen a, a picture of a virus, okay? Right. And that's pretty funky and ugly. <laughs> and it has tentacles, right? Right. It has tentacles. Well, those tentacles start retracting, and that is what's going on right now. Virus is losing its traction which is cool. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't state enough. We've got to stop thinking that other people are going to respond the way that we think is the right and just way. Okay. Seriously. And, you know, I'll tell you what happened with me when I saw that video, I got, really triggered about the experience I had back a couple of years ago. They took my entire site down for five days, lost a ton of data. Um, and I mean, there was literally someone and something inside my server. I couldn't even get hold of my own server for a very long time. And I remember the deluge of blockages and resistance that was coming in from outside into my life and it shows up in amazingly cunning ways very cunning ways you know i had a teacher tell me once this is a very good time to really pull back on new relationships if you yourself are not in a place where you're 100% confident and sure and in your own authority. You know what I mean? It's a really important thing, and that's a pattern. I noticed this came up this, this weekend. It's a pattern that we feel like we should have uh, you know, 75 friends and the phone should be ringing all the time. So we feel that we're popular and that people should be coming and going in our house so that we feel really special and, and wanted and loved. And, and, you know, we should have, you know, at least three things on our schedule or our calendar for the week, because then that makes us feel like, you know, we're not isolated. 
If I don't hear it once, I hear it 50 million times. Most of the people that are really searching and going within and looking at their own connection with their divinity, they all feel very isolated. They feel very alone. And I actually think it's just part of the journey. I think it's part of what we have to do to get to the other side. I really do, especially at this hour, folks. If you're feeling a lot of that, it's because so is Sophia. And you're feeling what she's feeling. And it, it just, you know, just rethink opening your doors to people or things or events if you yourself are not completely confident in your own protection and in your own cleanliness, I guess the word is, you know, I don't know that, but it really, uh, it brought up some things that had happened to me. And let me tell you, it's amazing how they operate. Absolutely amazing how they operate. And they know your weaknesses, you know, like they know if you're too compassionate, they know if you're um, uh, really giving, they know if you're um, really open. Guess why? Because it's a virus, <laughs> you know, it's looking for a home. They are, you know, the virus is always looking for a home and it plays itself out within the quantum entanglement between two parties. So, trying to explain that. So guess what? We're all quantum entangled. Um, and, you know, Lori, you and I were talking about the enemy is very patient. We were talking about this. They're very patient. They're very cunning. And how do they operate? They lure them. They lure you into the web, said the spider to the fly, you know, so, um, so that's sort of like Nexium. <laughs> tell them about that. That's just mind blowing that you. Well, anyway, okay. I did crazy uh, on a very low level, the lowest level, because I was not interested in moving up the ladder in Nexium ESP Executive Success Program. Year ten year, geez, I got out ten years ago but I only use it because they lure you in. This is kind of like what you just said. They lure you in as it's just this innocuous personal growth thing, you know, to help you in your life so that you can get rid of certain behaviors that might be blocking you from more success, whatever you want to do. So all I did was use the, the personal growth modules to work on my behavior and help write my book. And so um, I was in a goals and values lab where I had to be accountable once a week to a group where I had, I told them how much I was going to get done on my book and I would report back how much I did or if I didn't do all of it, why didn't I, you know, that's it. It helped me do it. That's all I was in there for. And I was in Tacoma, uh, and the main office is in New York and I never wanted to go to New York and everybody that I knew in Tacoma was thriving and any, when they wanted more, they'd go to New York and their lives would be destroyed. Mm. And anytime I tuned in psychically to New York, it just felt like this narcissistic cesspool. All I could see was that they kept processing and processing and really weren't doing anything but processing. It was like, don't you want to have a life? You know, that was my thought process plus I left right before the center in Tacoma imploded and we thought Keith should have been arrested back then because a huge amount I mean nine high up leaders all quit at once when they realized it this was before any kind of branding that kind of thing it, it, it actually got much worse after they left after a bunch of us left and the center in Tacoma closed it seems like it just spun out and spun out and spun out, even though they were getting new people. And so uh, I guess what I've learned about um, Keith, it, I wonder who he really is and what happened, you know, how he was must have been. See, he was a child prodigy. And a lot of times that's what they do is they go after smart kids to, you know, control them and use them. 
So I'm wondering what happened there. And they also the Brothman sisters that give them all their money, they're the you know heiresses to the Seagram Severn fortune. Well, their father, uh, who died a couple years ago, he is part of the Bilderberg group. <laughs> And so, um, and he hated Keith. He couldn't stand that his daughters were sucked into that. But in a way, it's a little bit karma, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's it's getting really a lot, you know, stranger to me the more that I learn, you know, what was going on there on a bigger scale. Uh, just so everybody knows, we'll have uh, Sandy put a link down below this video so you can refer to it if you haven't already read the huge breaking news because they finally busted him and it's really bad I mean everything he was doing he was basically in a harem and you know he was literally oh he was branding women's pubic area you know which is very similar to transformation of America with David Icke and Kathy O'Brien it very, very similar to what the Illuminati do in mind controlled, uh, you know, I was going to say patients, but actually, you know. Right. So uh, here's the other thing. Um, people do not forget how long the so-called opposition. See, we've referred to it as the opposition. We keep thinking of these people as organic beings. And there's a lot of people walking around that are not organic beings. This is what I want to keep stressing. And this is why they're very patient. This is why they can wait a thousand years and they can put their plan out and they can collect all their data because they can just send in another inorganic being to go ahead and extract all the information that they need in order to play out what they want to play out. So the other thing about this type of experience you know, the expression between uh, Goodman and Payne is are either one of them responsible or were they played? I thought about that. Now you're saying that he did not know that the phone call was coming in from Goodman. He did not know that it had been recorded? Yeah, he didn't. So that's not illegal to do anymore? It is illegal. It's, it is illegal. and um, So Jason did it because he felt his life is threatened, right? Well, the phone call, he wouldn't have known that before he started recording. I mean, it was a long time before that was even said. And it didn't sound like, I don't know. I mean. Huh. I don't know. You know, uh, here's another thing that you might want to dabble into, and that's um, predictive human behavior. This is all about that. So for the puppeteers who are looking at two fairly, uh, you know, well-known personalities, they're saying to themselves, what can we do to gain mileage out of this? Okay. And do not forget, there are massive institutions, one of them being RAND Corporation, R-A-N-D, okay, where they make megabucks on all they do all the time is experiment on the psyche and the functionality of the brain and how they can control it. <laughs> they are, uh, their hands are always involved in the espionage and uh, they had a lot to do with torture and field studies and experimentation done during, uh, con you know, concentration camps, um, isolation tanks. I mean, you name it. They have us wired. The whole reason I'm saying this is can you now not look at something like that, because there might be a several others coming down the road, and say, oh, so who predicted this behavior? Do you know what I mean, Laura? It's like, who predicted it, and what are they going to get out of this? Who, who's it's behind like this whole thing? 
trying to make uh, this the organic beings, you know, uh, or <laughs> really, you know, and sure. here's a here's an example of um, sort of a, a reversal. And I think uh, I know we you posted it. Um, so Jim Stone is one of my uh, go-to people for uh, journalism, and he was showing where um, there was a false flag in Boston, the Easter false flag, he called it, was was forwarded in Boston because the guy that was sent in to, you know, mind controlled to do whatever it was he was going to do, he was in a hotel. I mean, he had a bunch of, he brought all his arsenal <laughs> into the hotel room and then he went somewhere and he called the police and said that his hotel, he had suspected that his hotel room had been broken into Would they go check it out. And so the police go to his hotel room and he's not there and they just find this whole arsenal in his hotel room. And he said that he was on a secret mission, a classified secret mission. And, um, you know, that's why he had all that. <laughs> you know what's going on there i think somebody the good guys hacked into his mind control program or something and that like is that. that is doable folks as much as we think the dark are playing the light uh don't think for a minute that there aren't opportunities there to use artificial intelligence in a positive way for the organic beings just, you know, remember that. That's a really big deal. Um, now, you know, the part about being threatened to be taken out, uh, there's so many different – it's really funny because I've talked to a handful of people about this. Everybody got fired up from this video. And, you know, I heard some say the bottom line is no matter how you – look at what was relayed, he was still being threatened, period. I mean, he was, he was so-called relaying the information for another party threatening him. The part I really agreed with was getting in over his head. And I really feel like a lot of you guys out there that are truth seekers, um, man, you're playing in the big boys network when you, get, when you start digging really deeply. And there's something, there's responsibilities that come with that. So, you know, we have to be really careful. Um, okay, now this was something, Laura, that you and I talked about. And that was the definition of a psychopath. So I wanted to... I don't know if you remember this. We were talking about this. And I was also talking to uh, Nancy about this. Okay. Now, we all throw all the time, we throw it around all the time that the people that run this, this uh, matrix and the cabal and whatever, the Kazarian mafia, whatever terminology you want to use, we always refer to all of them as psychopaths. Okay. Now, psychopathy. This is the definition a mental disorder in which an individual manifests amoral and antisocial behavior, a lack of ability to love or establish meaningful personal relationships, extreme egocentricity, failure to learn from experience. It says the list is full of the following, glibness and superficial charm. Now think about our statesmen. Okay, the, the ones that put on their smile and they just talk all about what's going on, you know, with their smile. Like, like Bush sitting in that children's classroom when 9-11 went down and he got the phone call. I, I, you know, I'll never forget that look on his face. He actually smiled. Grandiose sense of self-worth, pathological lying, cunning and manipulative, lack of remorse, emotional shallowness, callousness and lack of empathy, unwillingness to accept responsibility for actions, tendency towards boredom, a parasitic lifestyle, and a lack of realistic purpose. Uh, think about, oh, and criminal versatility. <laughs> I thought that one was pretty funny. So 
is this whole entire expression really revealing back to us what Eve Logren had talked about many, many moons ago, which was the, what's it called? The love bite, right? The love bite. And she talks about uh, the psychopathics, you know, the psychopathic uh, girlfriends and boyfriends who latch on to you. Okay. And the, pretty much they all have the exact same personality traits. What I'm trying to say to you again is this is the virus. It's all one and the same. How can you tell? You can always tell by those that want to live off of somebody else. They want to, you know, suck off of them. Um, they don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to, you know, face the music. They, they don't want to look at themselves in the mirror. There's so much light on the planet that, if you have been avoiding that, you can't do it anymore. It's pretty much virtually impossible to ignore it because it's been designed, and I know creators told me this directly, it's been designed where the light frequencies, if you send out a, a negative thought, it immediately comes back to you. It does not get delivered like in the old days. It just doesn't, won't happen. So that means you're actually receiving your own negative thoughts. So if you're going crazy, you're spinning out, or you're feeling overwhelmed, uh, a lot of it is really looking at the way your mind is run running, you know? And I, I just really think it's important for us to understand um, that the psychopathic personality is everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's part of the quantum entanglement. So I felt like that's what it really reflected back to me, Laura, was he kept saying, do you know who I really am in that video, Thomas Paine? Um. I, have, I had my girlfriend Nancy share this with me. She says, it reminds me of that phrase from the Stones um, music that says, pleased to meet you, can't you guess my name? <laughs> what puzzles you is the nature of my game. So, it's, uh, so where does this leave you? It, it, the bottom line is, you got to go get all your answers upstairs. If you're still clinging on to, it's one thing to work with a healer or a practitioner or a psychic. That's one thing because they're, they do valuable services. I feel I do as well. Laura does do, but it's another thing to put all of your eggs in this one video or in one person who's su supplying Intel and living your life around this one intelligence drop or bomb and living as if that is all truth because they're just doing the best they can in this quantum entangled reality. And this is why I say to people all the time, if you read an article on GC and it, and it doesn't uh, resonate, skip it. The reason that articles are typically cho chosen is because there's lines of code that you can't see, but you can see here. Or there's pieces of information in that article that have so much truth that are going to trigger you to find those lines of code. Okay, I'm just trying to say when we read something, when we listen to something, what are you really extracting from it? We've been sold a bill of goods that we're going to get all truth. Which <laughs> is, we're just, you know, that's my main thing. So anyway, Laura, sorry about that. I just felt really strongly to share that. So 
are we want to wrap it up or well did you want to say anything else I mean you had so much to say the other day she's being like really quiet. I noticed I noticed when I get you in front of a camera you just go oh. <laughs> well I'm trying to follow what you're you know what you're you're I don't want to change the subject so I can't I thought I said everything that I wanted to I mean okay so far and then we were uh, I thought we were going to try to make this what how long have we been talking Oh, we can, we can tie it up now. It doesn't matter. Um, so here's, here's the deal folks. Uh, a formula came in last night. I took it. I actually feel a significant shift this morning. So I'm going to put something together because I really have been hearing this from male and female. Uh, we're going through this roller coaster ride and, uh, we're trying to stay steadfast and it's it's difficult when so much processing is going on upstairs and so much processing is going on within Sophia and Gaia for us so we're feeling her and we're feeling all of her anguish and her sorrow and the regrets and the tragedy I mean we're really feeling all that we're feeling all of our own stuff but we're quantum entangled with her see so uh, I'm, I'm going to just look for that. I'm going to go ahead and, um, have Sandy put something up there shortly and, uh, you know, we'll go from there, but it just happened. So I'm not even really prepared to, I don't even have a title or anything. I'm going to have to ask. So, uh, anyway, I hope this helps you like it did us just by having a discussion about it. It really got everybody thinking. Remember, Psychopathics do what? They extract. They live off your essence. They steal your light. Okay? As does the Cabal and the Kazarian Mafia and this whole mess of the Clinton Foundation and everything else. It's all part of that. So if you're going to give a lot of your attention to drama about that guess what you're doing with your essence and your light okay you really don't want to do that you really want to go within really work on yourself right now this is such an important time don't forget to check out breaking down the barriers um, that was specifically designed so that you're gonna process your stuff and you're actually gonna help trigger those around you to start processing their stuff even though they're stuck okay uh, anyway so um, thank you for listening and Laura's been incredibly quiet today I don't know what's going on with her <laughs> I have I didn't think I was there. you are so quiet today she, you guys she was talking my ear off about this I mean had a lot of good points to say and now she's being very quiet I did but I made the points I said I was gonna make I did I just you were talking so I didn't anyway I'm giving her a hard time That's so right. sending you lots of love from my heart to yours and um, thank you for everything please continue to support Galactic Connection you know we don't run ads we specifically avoid anybody anybody's agendas or need for advertising or money we specifically avoid all that and we take the responsibility of the of the uh, financial implications of that as well so you can always support us through a donation or also check out all of our services and our products okay so take care everyone until the next time we meet again we'll see what the next juicy topic is that comes up uh, lots of love Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Take care.